Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ of MyAmers11, hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of any time putting new content on. Got loads of charity stuff going up at the moment, so make sure you sort of watch me on Twitter and Facebook. We've got obviously the, the Isla stuff we're doing with Steve Krieger with the MyAmers11 prints, and we're going to be doing some stuff with the Iron Supporting Food Banks group coming up very, very soon, so make sure you stay in touch with that loads of great guests coming up loads of great fans including today's fan another one from over the pond uh it's uh it's ronan fargan hi hi ron how are you man not too bad yourself, Russ? yeah i'm all right thank you luckily we've had our summer we've right, had right. Our, th- our three days of summer so i'm a bit a bit more relaxed now uh i don't like it when it's sticky i'm really so. rubbish i'm really rubbish with, with sticky weather and uh and yeah no it's nice yeah it's been raining it's lovely back to normal yeah back to normal mm. <laughs> temperatures How's have come it... down so yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. The temperatures come down it's not so humid <laughs> yeah you have a good night's sleep mm. you know so it's nice so it's nice <laughs> how's how's things with you man yeah. how's yeah. how's sort of the uh the lockdown t- you know how's it all treating you and stuff uh, well it's it's been kind of i suppose it's a real really uh yeah like for most places in most countries you know you're walking around now every every person you, you're meeting you encounter is wearing the face covering yeah. you know it's something you thought you'd only see in a movie but it's mm. it's real life now and you know the the sadly in the last few days uh last couple of weeks our, our numbers have began to increase yeah we've had a, some localized lockdowns as well in our neighboring counties here in, uh, i'm in in uh Roseland in county westmead in that right in the center of ireland so a few neighboring counties have been put back under lockdown because the figures have gone up um but um it's it's been it's been really surreal but i've been working from home since mid-march and thankfully i've been able to do that the wi-fi and it uh, <laughs> and brought a good quality broadband and enables me to do that so i don't have to commute into work so it, it's pretty good yeah. and my bosses have been really good about it too you know so um you know it's 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 surreal but it looks like we're gonna have to live alongside the virus for the foreseeable future yeah it does look doesn't, like it? doesn't it yeah it's um yeah it's weird as you said yeah, it's just becoming yeah, yeah. and it's like becoming normality now it's just really strange i think yeah um, it is it is and at the start of lockdown at the start of lockdown my my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer as well so that was oh that was that was pretty pretty mm. you know throw that in on top of your fears of the virus circulating all around you you know your your your, your anxiety level would increase a little bit but at least west yeah. ham are playing at the start of the lockdown so the anxiety <laughs> came down a small bit more you know balance each other out don't they <laughs> Thank God for West Ham just not adding to any more problem of your problems. (laughs) But bloody hell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah, as you said. Go on, Cameron. You know, I'm great before my time supporting them. But you're luck, you know. uh, And as you say, like, you wouldn't have... You wouldn't have not in your life at this stage anyway you know yeah. so you know yeah. it's it, it, it's what it's all about it's and it's it's an, like every saturday 
you know, looking forward to a game, be it Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, Friday, you know, you mm. lose the previous week, but you say go, you know what, to frustrate the hell out of me, come 10 to 5 on a Saturday after we lose, I know I'm, I, I need my five minutes of, and then you just kick on, then you have your little WhatsApp chat in your group, and you yeah. give out, and you, you know, you just, you just think, oh my God, why do I put myself through this 40 years supporting this crowd? And they're still annoying me on a Saturday afternoon, ruining the weekend. Can't watch matches again. I've stopped serious linking it. You know, it's, yeah. it's bizarre. And then next week, the following week, we're back again. You know, yeah. we could be playing Man, Man United or Liverpool after, after, after losing to Wimbledon the Cup. And then we go and beat Man United or Liverpool. That's oh, just West Ham, you know? Way. Yes, West Ham, way. you're right. Complete blind optimism. That's what I have. Every, every yeah. season, I have blind optimism. Yeah. I'm like, yes. so at the moment, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be our season this season. Yeah. I fancy a cut run, yeah. you know, safe by sort of yeah. January. Yeah. I know I'm going to, I know it's like yeah. three or four games yeah. in, I'm going to be absolutely yeah. back yeah. to square one. Yeah. But that's why we do it, isn't Here it? We, we just go. do it. You know, we just, yeah, that's what like, we do. As I said, it's what we do. It's what we do. And you, like you go on the social, you go on the Twitter. I, I be very much uh, prevalent on Twitter as opposed to other social media channels. Yeah. We all we all have the same thoughts about the club. We all want them, we all want to do well. We all want all we want is a piece of silver in our hands. Yeah, that's all I want to see in my lifetime. I was I was four when we won the cup in 1980, so it was obviously before my time. Mm. And obviously, well, would the Inter total in 99? You know, the Betway Cup. <laughs> We, we get. You know, I mean, so no one, no one is, picks up on that. Every season we yeah. get to the final of that, and um... no, yeah, <laughs> we do, we do, and it looks like we're we could be playing it. We could be playing an English cup in the final this year, an English club in the final this year. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe so. I believe we're playing an English club. It's two B T B A or yes. T B C, but yes, we are. Looks like we're playing an English club. Yes, T B C is right. Yes. I, yes. I can't reveal who it is. I believe but, I know who it is, but I can't it, reveal. It, it, we'll yes, okay. I'm not getting the exclusive tonight, so. No exclusives tonight. No, it's the, I'm sworn to yeah, secrecy. Good stuff, but good stuff. Yeah, it's not, it's not that exciting, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bit weird, but, uh, yeah. but that's where I stand. Yeah, Mate, you, you're right, right. And, it's, and, and you're right in yeah. terms of it ruining your, your yeah. weekends. Yeah. I've stopped series linking match of the day as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because yes. it was like the indignity yeah, yeah, yeah. of going through it. But it was go on. Yeah, I know. But like it was like post lockdown when the when the uh, when the uh, the football came back and we started to win a few games. I said, "Give me the remote and draw. I'm gonna have to seriously match of the day again. Is this West Ham? <laughs> you know what? And um, yeah, like the just the move to the the, the London Stadium." When it came, you know, mm. we were looking at, you know, larger crowds, bigger turnover, you know, bringing more fans into the stadium. Yeah. You know, a lot, the majority, the majority were hoping for a kick on. We haven't kicked on, unfortunately. Like out of this, out of the seasons that we've gone to the London Stadium, I think only one season we haven't really teetered with relegation. And I got a season ticket for seven, I have a season ticket with, Five of my uh, West Ham friends here in Ireland. Uh, we share uh, we share uh, two season tickets, and uh, we go three times three times a season. And like like in the, I've got the, we got the season ticket in seventeen eighteen, and I've seen more losses than 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 victories. And would you believe us? My first game in Upton Park was nineteen ninety four, and I'm, I'm now we didn't get to go every season because obviously cost involves. I was in college wasn't working living at home etc etc mm. but i never saw west ham lose at, in upton park now and i and i but albeit now i never got to see them play against any of the top top teams in upton <laughs> park it was all the teams in and around us that you should be beaten but yeah. west ham you don't usually beat them but i always left that stadium buzzing yeah. you know and like i i i'll never i'll never ever forget that stadium you know mm. like the nighttime games if it was that a monday night game Oh my God! The hairs be on your back when Bubbles is mm. is 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 sang before Joran when they come back in, out after half time. You know, and these are the little moments that they stay with you. They make you want to go back to the games. They make you be, you know, they, they live with you forever. And mm. the, they are the reasons why you support West Ham United football. Though. Yeah, 
Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. The friendships you make. Like I've oh, made definitely. so many friends. You know, like I've made so many. Like I live in the heart of Ireland, the place called Athlone. Um, the majority of people in Ireland, as you're probably aware, are Man U or Liverpool or Arsenal mm. supporters. Like we don't grow on trees over here, West Ham's the border. So you have to, we have to, we have to, we have, we have to. Oh, oh. hello. <laughs> Where's he gone? He was just getting into into his stride. There he's rolling. We don't know where Roden is. Maybe someone's called him. That's the trouble with StreamYard sometimes. When you call people, it drops in. While uh, while we wait for Rowan to get back, um, we'll just talk a little bit about the um, the Iron Supporting Food Bank. Um, so obviously we got the the charity event going up on in Thursday on the Thursday twenty seventh uh, at eight pm uh, UK time. Um, we're obviously supporting the the Iron Supporting Food Bank group, who do loads of great work for charity. Um, they do loads of of great stuff, and um, and we've got Rowan back, and he's back. Here he is. Here he is. My, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> but I, as I, as, I, as I was saying, like we don't West Ham fans don't grow on trees around these parts. Nah. This part of the, the country. So it was just fair, just through going into local pubs, watching the games, and then I'd meet up with a few other a few other fanatics like because that's what yeah. we are we're fanatics and yeah. it, it, it's amazing like the friendship you form and i remember when i got married in 2009 it was a special west ham table you know yeah. we had blown bubbles playing it was the guys when i walked into the room the guys are up blowing bubbles I, I, you know it was just fantastic and the camaraderie and friendships are there for life and like yeah like that we look out for each other outside of west ham as well you know like why what 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 well you know we know each other's families very well you know we we go out for for beers during the summer when the season's closed seasons when the season is in in the off period it's just it's just fantastic you know but mm. the, i do we we share we, i share the two tickets every we renew every year and uh like we look forward to going over and you know what you know you know it's 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 kind of different for for the fans that live out, outside the uk you know there's a, there's always that fear of sky switching the game you know you can't book your, you can't book your flight your flights to really late you can't book your hotel to really late but like you know you're you're just looking at the fixtures and you're going i remember going one, one game in particular i think it was brighton it was i think it was slab's last home game a few seasons yeah. back we were, we were and uh, i actually brought my mum to the game with me because when i was young <laughs> my mum and dad used to bring me over to the games and mum, my mum was saying, when are you going to bring me to the new stadium? So I said, come on, we'll go to this game. Surely we'll win it. We were 3-0 down at half time. <laughs> you know, and you're just thinking, you're not coming with me again, mum, you're a magpie, you know? So, yeah. you know, so, you know, and, and it's, it, it's, it's, as I said, sadly, I've seen us lose more than winning the London stadium. But you look, you get your three games. We meet when the pictures are announced. We meet in one of the guys' houses and we uh, have a little lottery to what games are we're picking and oh, what games are going to. And um, we all like we all get a big game every year. So I got Chelsea. Uh, I actually had the two Chelsea games, like the one nil at home and out of it scored. And mm. I had the Chelsea game this year. Obviously, we couldn't go to with, um, with 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 lockdown. But I was also at the last home game before lockdown, Southampton, and I bought over. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, I bought over my best mate. Uh, he's a he's a man new man, but we'll we, we'll cover over that. Uh, but he wanted to get get to the London Stadium, and he has, he has a, an affinity for West Ham because he know he knows the heartbreak I suffer every other weekend, <laughs> and we were always chatting about it. And he really enjoyed the experience of of the the stadium. I helped obviously that we won three one, but like he really enjoyed the experience of going over, having a few beers beforehand, going back to the bull pub ever bull pub. Um, uh, after and meeting a few of the, the guys who I'd be friendly with on another WhatsApp WhatsApp group, yeah. which you set up during lockdown. So a few of the guys that live over in the in, in London and a few of the guys that live around the country here. And it's just the general banter and the one liners and the crack and it's just you know and particularly when you win like yeah. and that day against South, Southampton, like we were actually coming into a bit of form. We had lost yeah. Liverpool. We shouldn't have lost in Liverpool. No, 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 we shouldn't have. No. And the week after Southampton we should have Beat Arsenal as well before lockdown mm. came in, or got something at the Emirates anyway. But look, it's nice to get over. Like if I go over, so if the game is at three o'clock on a Saturday, I'll do a day trip. You know, mm. and the flights yeah. are started set up. You know, I could leave my house. I could leave my house about five a.m. Get the get the flight, 
it's usually good uh, if I can afford it I'll go into uh, London City because it's only a few stops on the Ooh. on the DLR <laughs> yeah I got off a slagging for that one I don't want to say where, where are you flying to London City that's right and then normally Stansted and then you get yeah. the you get the the, the bus in from Stansted mm. uh, you're in a half an hour and meet a few people beforehand go down to the club shop and then you're just hoping for the and praying for the right results so you're not like an antichrist going home and the, and the late like not like the late flight home be about half 10 at night and you're waiting around the airport and you're just oh. and then i have to drive i'd be about an hour and 15 from the airport in dublin then i'd have to drive home then and then you're just mulling the game over in your head as you're driving home and you're just saying oh my god why do i bother <laughs> but mm. then again then you're marking down the days until your next until yeah. your next yeah. uh, journey across isn't it yeah it's mad you know and sometimes crazy. Yeah, and I went up when I was at the Southampton game. I we stayed a night and we had a great, we, great weekend, you know. Because as I say, like you know, you're, you know, you, you mightn't be, you might be saying, ah, the result doesn't matter. I'm over here with my best mate. We're going to have a few beers, but that's all part of it too. But yeah, yeah. It, you, you want the result, you want to oh, win, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know, it's you know. So I thought, like pre-lockdown, we were showing a bit of form. You know, mm-hmm. um, Moyes Moy's had, had us working really, yeah. really hard on on the pitch. Uh, you know, we had a we had Haller up the top, and the lads uh, Antonio and Bowen took it in from the wings that particular day. Like Antonio was unplayable, Bowen mm. was unplayable that day. Like you know, we should have won by more. And then you're just looking at your table after the game, going, "How are we in such a low position?" You know, when you see the the potential and what and how they can play, and that mm. was realised when we came back after lockdown as well. Like, you know, how like the first two games against Wolves and Spurs. Uh, we were like, ah, oh, championship, how would we have missed you? Here we come again. But, <laughs> you know, it's, and then it, it automatically, it just suddenly kicked, you know, mm. and that Chelsea game, oh my God. I you had Stevie Sizzle on last week and I'm actually, yeah. we were at, I, we were actually in the WhatsApp group. That's the one he was referring to. And um, <laughs> one of, one of, uh, one of the Dublin Hammers that set it up. So we'd all join in and watch the games yeah. on Zoom. Like some people are dropping in, dropping out, but like the tension of the game, you just wanted to sit on your own and watch it. And I remember when when Yamalenka Malen- when scored, and uh, my son, who's five, who I'm trying to ingrain in the West Ham way, <laughs> but his mother's uh, mother's going, "No, uh, you don't have a future of a uh, sporting hardship, Lucas. Uh, choose your own team." <laughs> but like I remember, like it was, you know, it was, it was a late game, and when Yamalenka scored, it was nearly ten o'clock at night, yeah. and like I was watching it on my own on, on the couch down here. And I got up and I was just running up and down the the, the open the open pan sitting room in the kitchen and I was you know what and you think you'll grow up and get some sense uh, but you don't <laughs> why do that <laughs> what's the point what's the point you know so uh, you know yeah so it, it, it's so, just it, go on no I was gonna, I was gonna say uh, you know yeah. obviously you speak so so eloquently yeah. and and so enthusiastically about yeah. about West Ham. Hmm. Why is West Ham your club? Uh, story. Uh, I don't have. Would you believe I don't have a story like Stevie Sizzle or a few of your other guests? You know, I don't yeah. have a long-winded story. But Brilliant. when I was growing up, um, my dad, my late dad, he was a Liverpool supporter. He was a fanatical Liverpool supporter. His 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 family would have emigrated to a lot of his uh, aunts and uncles would have emigrated to Liverpool for work, and. Hmm. When they were in Liverpool, they used to send. The, the, I'm sure you've heard of the Liverpool Echo. It's the the weekly um, weekly uh, soccer paper up there, yeah. a sports yeah. paper up there. They would have sent back the week the Liverpool Echo to my dad's home house in uh, wow. Tipperary. In Tipperary, and dad, my dad was an avid sportsman, played a lot, a lot of sports um, when he was when he was young, and he picked Liverpool as his team as a result yeah. of this. And he, like he would tell me, like when I was young, he'd tell me great stories of you know former Liverpool players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. And my older brother is uh, a mad Liverpool supporter, mm-hmm. an absolute fanatic as well. So you think then it'll pass down to the younger son and the younger son in the house. And I said, I'm not having any of this. Uh, so I remember when i this is it's not a great story but no it's cool you, i love it you know it's like i remember i was going i was i was about eight or nine and i was going through the panini sticker book 
Yeah. And I, I came across the West Ham jersey and I said, I like that jersey. That's the one. And then it, that's the one for me. Now, I'm sorry, now it's not any, any more revelatory than any, any of your other guests. And, the, and I said, that is the one. And I picked West Ham from there. Yeah. And I, I, like, I'd be one now if I made the decision, even at that age. I'm sticking with that decision, you know. And I can tell you, um, swiftly following was our 85, 86 season when we finished third. And I said, here, I'm on to a winner, baby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, Liverpool won the, won the title that year, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we, sh- like, like that is my first vivid memory of sporting my time that 85, 86 season. And mm. Cotty and McAvenny. Tony Cotty was my boyhood, boyhood hero growing up. Mm. When I was playing football with my local club in that zone, Tony Cotty was all I wanted to be when I grew up. And like I had my, and the guys that I were playing with, was Tony Cotty. You know, they were all oh, like yeah. uh, Mark Hughes or Kenny Dalglish or yeah. whatnot, you know. But Tony Cotty was my childhood hero. You know, and I and I got to meet my childhood hero a couple of years ago before our home game against Bournemouth. You know, they say never meet your heroes, but yeah. he was such a gentleman. He's... So affable, so nice, so, you know, posing me uh, for photographs yeah. and wanted to know about how I, like yourself, how did I become a West Ham supporter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really nice guy. Took time out from his, from his, you know, from his, because obviously he was in the, he was, he had a hectic schedule. He was meeting, meeting sponsors, etc. but still took time out to talk to me and I'll, um, I'll forever remember that too, you know. And I, I and I, and on the same day, I met uh, Tony Gale uh, as well, you know. So and talk about chalk and cheese, uh, Tony yeah. char- character, not never short of a word. Yeah. And um, you know, we had great. Like even though we lost the game, uh, we had a couple of beers after. And yeah. Tony Gale, a man, yeah, man, you'd, man. A, a man you'd love to go out oh. for a night in the town with. My mm-hmm. God, and, and I watched I watched your um, your podcast and my God, yeah. what a character! What a right. character! They're all like, all that era. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all fantastic. You know, and, you know, and even though Tony was quiet, he was very, very, very friendly mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very, very affable and really down to earth too. You know what I mean? All that, all that generation, and they seem to have a great connection. Obviously, because of the eighty-eight, five, eighty-six yeah. when we finished third. You know, they seem to have that connection. You know that they still. Yeah. They still, you know, seem like they meet up regularly, et cetera, et cetera, from, yeah. you know, and like they're so comfortable in each other's company as well. Like, you know, so um, Tony Gale, oh my God, I never had such, a, I left, I left, I left, the, I left the pub, my sides were, my sides were <laughs> sore from laughing. <laughs> We've just been in conversation with him, like, you know what I mean? I've been with David, um, a good friend of mine, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, from Dub- he's in Dublin. He's a Dublin Hammer as well, and he's yeah. he's quite good friends. He plays golf with C- Gail and Cotty, and it was he that introduced me to the two lads, you know. And uh, you know, and I only got to meet this chap via the West Ham family on yeah. Twitter. And I was I was flying out to last season. We beat uh, Fulham three one at home on a Friday night. Myself and a couple of mates at Lot Hammers are flying out to the game. Our, our flight uh, flying to City Airport, of course. Uh, <laughs> And it was February and the fog was dense and the flight was delayed and we were worried we mightn't get to the game. But this uh, this Dublin Hammer friend of mine, Ronan, is his name as well. Uh, I actually hadn't previously met him, but I recognised him from his, his, his um, picture on social media and he recognised <laughs> me. And we, he was in the same, going on the same flight as us. And we just sat down and our flight was delayed for three hours and we just talked West Ham, West Ham. We were like we had known each other all our lives. Yeah, and that's yeah. how and then, then we got over he was actually meeting gail and Cotty that evening and that's how we got to meet him and the two chaps oh, that were me uh dan and paddy couldn't believe that there were uh these were two guys that are uh, at lawn hammers as well they couldn't believe that they were going to meet the two tonys like you know what i mean and like yeah. they're, st- they're still talking about the great night we had that night you know what i mean so you know it's, it's you know you, you know you, you grew up you idolize these players and you meet them and there is they're as warm and friendly and as affectionate as you oh, totally. they will be. You know what I mean? Totally. So that was that was a, that was a night to remember. And we won three one, of course. <laughs> Which more I, important. We, we, more, <laughs> important. more important. More important. More <laughs> important. 
No, yeah, yeah, you're right. A just lovely guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's it's. Yeah. And, uh, it, you said it was the, the West Ham community, and you said the yeah. West Ham family, yeah. even yeah. more so. It's quite funny how you just you know you just know, saw his, you recognise his face from social media, yeah, you recognise yeah. yours, and you yeah. just it's lovely. I love stuff. Yeah, like I, he like he we just met, and it was so like I remember I arrived into the in, uh, you know you're, where you're waiting before the flight comes down, and he was on the phone, I was on my phone. He twigged me and his son was with him and his son was head to toe and clarity and blue and it was just it was just nice like you know what i mean so um yeah. you know it's, it's it's just extending your west ham family and like the more contacts you have and the more the more uh, west ham community you can ingrace yourself with isn't that what it's all about too uh Russ? Oh, definitely absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. definitely yeah and that's yeah, so about this channel that's why yeah, this channel has yeah, become what it yeah, is for that yeah. exact reason because people yeah, but, said, oh, you should talk to this person, yeah. this person. And yeah. they said, oh, yeah, I've seen Stevie Sissel. Yeah, yeah, and this and, yeah. and all the yeah. American guys. And, um, yeah, that's why that's why it's become yeah. come what it is. Cause that it, 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 exactly, exactly. And, of course, I suppose, like, 85, 86, we finished hard. And I remember, like, you couldn't get a West Ham jersey, any memorabilia. <laughs> like, Stevie Sissel referred to it last week in Ireland, around where like, he's not too far from me, actually. Like, you couldn't. Even if you went to Dublin, you yeah. couldn't get West Ham memorabilia. It's all our Manu, Man Liverpool, Arsenal, and I remember like I'm wearing the the I don't know what season we had this jersey, but it was under Sam's reign anyway. But yeah. it's a replica of it. It's kind of a homage to '85, '86. But um, I remember my uncle. Uh, he was uh, he was in London, and he came home. Obviously, my mum or dad must have had a word in his ear, and he came home with the '85, '86 Avco kit. Uh, Stop. It was like Christmas, all, and like all rolled into one. Because I remember I used to ask Santa Claus, you know, uh, when I was a kid, can I have a West Ham kit? Can I have a West? Never appeared. Never appeared. You what know, a good boy. Like, yeah. what a good boy. That I, I, and I think, I think maybe they were trying to get me back down the Liverpool path or something like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was always a good boy. Yeah, but uh, no, but it was, uh, you know, and then this appeared like a vision. One morning, and before I went to school, and I was like, I actually wore it under my uniform going to school oh, to show the guys, and you know, <laughs> and it, it, yeah, I'm sorry, like I talked to you for hours and hours about West Ham, but you know, and it, it, it was that. And then, you know, I remember I was on a, a school trip, we went to um, London on a school trip. I remember walking into, I think it was HMV, and I saw the old VHSs, uh, uh, see, um. West Ham 88-89 season and I bought it even though we were relegated even though we were relegated you know <laughs> you know and this is like two years after we were relegated yet I bought it like and every every game every other game it's a loss a loss a loss a loss a loss but you know yeah and then I just repeated it played it yeah. it was worn out you know and then I remember getting a, another DVD I think it was 1991 and you know it was just you know at the weekend you just put it in, you watch it and your parents are there. You've not worn have you not worn that out yet? And I'm just going, no, this 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 is my team, this is my club and this is what I love to do, you know. So yeah. It's uh, it's it's in my blood and it'll stay in my blood until the day I meet my maker as I say, you know. And I hope I pass oh, it on to my, to my to my to my son Lucas too. But um you know we will we'll, we'll, I'll guide him down the path. Uh, uh albeit uh, I'll nurture him exactly exactly yeah, gently, I gotta, gently I, coax him yeah yes when, when we all get back into the london stadium again he'll be on my shoulders that's for, that's for sure oh, fantastic mm. so mm. so let's let's do this hammers yeah. 11 let's do this hammers yeah. 11, so yeah. so yeah obviously the idea is you pick your 11 mm. the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play not seen them live but have been yeah. alive to see them play um because yeah. obviously someone like you've only seen three games a season so it would be that great yeah so you have to be yeah. alive to see them play um yeah. and that's it so we'll start off in goal um so yeah. who's going to be in goal for for running 11. like many that have been on your show um in recent past uh ludo yeah uh ludo gave us uh, nine great seasons uh, I always remember him in goal with the tracksuit bottoms and such a keeper. Like he covered his goal so well, mm. so tall, and like he was like a cat moving around the goal. Like and when he when he made saves, it was like a cat pouncing on the ball of wool. Yeah. And he, he and he always seemed to hold onto the ball. There was no airs or graces about him. No flicking the ball over the bar when when it could be caught. You know. <laughs> 
and he, uh, you know, he kept many clean sheets and he performed well under pressure. And you have you have to have him in your team alone for stopping Man United winning the title in 1995. You just have <laughs> to have him in the team, you know. So um, he uh, he 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 would be my uh, Rob Green pushed him close. Um, I, I remember Rob Green uh, that Arsenal game that came in the Emirates, the first team to win there the Emirates, when we had one one shot and goal, Bobby Z scored, yeah. and Rob Green Rob Green was like an octopus stopping everything that came in his way that day. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, uh, Ludo gets to nod number one for me. And um, he was actually uh, interviewed on the pitch before the Southampton game uh, that I was at in February. And the fans yes. just were singing his name. And he still is a, a folk hero uh, oh, for the club. You. you know, and it was great to see him back, back coaching with the club a few years ago as well, you know. So yeah, yeah, um, maintaining the links with you, maintaining the links with the, the, the past grace, that's what the club is all about too, you know. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Well, I put Ludo yeah. in. Uh, yeah, do you, you carry on. You go yeah. through as a team as you want, man. Well, yeah, I I go with the right full. I've a few um I've a few cult heroes in the team, so to speak. So my right full, you can guess if it's a cult hero, it's Mr. Repka. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, he was our uh, club record signing. I think back in two thousand and one. I think Glenn Roder would have yeah. signed him from Fiorentina, if I recall. And I, I suppose getting sent off on his first game didn't really ingratiate him with the fan base and then he got sent off on his third game and people fans are beginning to worry you know uh, it's this guy <laughs> a head case or what's he what's he all about but um he, he really solidified his uh, place in the team he i know he played center back a, a bit with christian daly as well um under order but when parts came in he, he chucked them out right full and he did a solid job there Really, you know, he uh, such a passionate footballer. Like well, I'd say, wingers were afraid to come down. Uh, left, yeah. le- left side, of the wingers really were afraid to come down. See these beady eyes staring. Check beady's eyes staring at you. You know, and uh, he 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 really was a daunting character, and you wouldn't want to cross him on the football pitch. That's for sure. No. But uh, he he no, definitely not. And he is such a love for the club. And that last 2006, he played that night. We believe Fulham. And I remember the fans were singing Super Thomas Repka for the last 10 minutes. The game had the game was won and the fans just non-stop Super Thomas Repka, Super Thomas Repka. And I, I remember him leaving the pitch just floods of tears. You know, that's mm. how much the club meant to him, you know. So, um, you know, he's my right full. So, um, you know, I think I've already, I've already uh, number two, as I say. <laughs> but then again, right, right fulls, right, a lot of right fulls were number 24 these days. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever number is it, I, that I was out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. go, you but carry that, on, you carry on. Yeah, I go, I go with uh, center backs. Uh, sure. I mentioned them, mentioned them earlier. Uh, I sizzle refused, referred to him as the most beautiful man, and <laughs> that he is, and uh, uh, Tony Gale, um, yeah. you know, uh, played 300 times for the club. Another man that was had such longevity with West Ham, ten seasons from '84 to '94. Uh, eventually got his uh, PL medal uh, with uh, Blackburn in '95. <laughs> but uh, uh, one particular, and he referenced it himself when you were talking to him that uh, free kick goal against Liverpool in 1988 in the yeah. in the League Cup. I'll tell you a quick story. I know I won't hold you. I won't hold you up. He uh, that was back in 1988. I was would have been 12. And I remember mm-hmm. it, it was a Wednesday night cup game. And of course, Liverpool were league champions, full-time favourites to be, knock, knock us out of the cup. And obviously that's back in the day where you were waiting on a pigeon to come from England with the, <laughs> with the scoreline, you know, there was no, <laughs> there was no, there was no, there was no, like you're right, it got it on our, we had a, a service called Airtel, which would have been near CFAX. So we were just waiting for the score to score. And anyway, the score didn't, didn't come that night anyway. And I knew we were playing and I couldn't get... You could listen to commentary on uh, BBC Radio 5 as well. And I couldn't get the commentary on BBC Radio 5. Anyway, I watched the game that night with my dad and my brother. And we won 4-1. And uh, I had the bragging rights for about a month after. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, And Gail clipped a beautiful free kick into the top corner that night. And I remembered the place just erupted when he did so. You know, so... But then again, he was very, like, read the play very well, very eloquent on the ball, knew, knew when to play it, knew, knew when it would get, get rid of it. But, like, he he epitomised all that is good about West Ham centre-backs, you know? Yeah, you know? no problem. You know? in. Yeah, Reg, Reg. I couldn't think of his nickname. Reg. 
complementing Reg would be uh, another uh, folk hero, cult hero, uh, Ginge, uh, Ginge Collins. Um, another man that would give all for the Cloud and Blue cause, didn't he? He was just, like in, in, in the two uh, periods he was with us, he, particularly the, set, the latter period, he came back a better footballer, I thought, uh, yeah. from, from, from Villa. And he would put his head you wouldn't put your foot you know it, 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 an unbelievable uh player uh, for us and um, he had the odd rick sometimes resulted in goal and then you'd be like the massive outcry but he was never one to, he was never one to shock a challenge you know mm-hmm. he would compliment tony gale there quite quite nicely mm-hmm. you know and um, always a danger from set pieces and you know you knew when uh, james collins was in your starting team that you're getting 100 percent week in mm-hmm. week out you know and i'm sure the managers that he worked with would, would tell you that, you know, and what I love about uh, James is when you see him on media, he speaks so fondly and affectionately of the club, mm, uh, you know, despite, you know, despite, you know, he didn't get his testimonial, even though he had gave us 10 seasons, you know, broken over two periods. And, you know, he, he, he may have been harshly treated in the end by the club, but at the end of the day, he comes out, he still wants West Ham to do well. And I love that about uh, players that who have played for us. And still speak so highly of it. It means it means a lot to the fans. I think. Totally. You know, you know. So um, yeah, Ginger goes in alongside uh, uh, Reg, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've, nice one. And who's next? Yeah, uh, left full. And I think every broadcast I've listened to, you, I've chosen this man as left left full. Uh, the Terminator, Mr. Dix. Yeah. Um, you know, I just echo everyone's sentiments about Julian Dix. You know, a la Repka, a la. Collins Gale gave everything to it when he wore that West Ham shirt, you know, mm. over the seasons that it that it, that he played for us, an absolute uh, genius of a left foot. Oh, could yeah. ping a pass, could yeah, could ping a pass twenty yards, could ping a pass forty yards, and like this is this is a, when he was playing on pitches that weren't, you know, conducive to that free flow and pass and move, etc. And as for the penalties, I think he scored only missed four penalties. He scored 35 in his career with the club. Um, bit of a headbanger at times uh, with, with, with the red with the red cards. But you know when you knew when you had Julian Dixon beside, you, you, you had a good chance that you were keeping a clean sheet. And if you got a penalty at the other end of the pitch, the goalkeeper and the ball and the net was coming off the hinges. You know, so um, <laughs> you know he, 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 I remember that we had a two-two draw. With Manu in uh, December, mm-hmm. I think it was. I can't remember. The, I think it would be '98. We were two 0 down, and later on, Dix, we got that penalty, and there was no. And I think Schmeichel would have ended up in the car park if there wasn't a net behind him. Such was the veracity of the penalty. That man is a cult hero, and when he comes back next year with Slav with uh, West Brom, if their fans back in the stadium, he'll get a rapturous, rapturous welcome. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely, definitely. Yeah, 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 and, and he's yeah, just become a dad, a dad again. Yes, I uh, yeah, just saw that. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Mr. Dix. Indeed. So we'll move on. Indeed. We'll move on. Yes. We'll move on to um, wide right or uh, right midfield uh, position. I would have played with during my in my playing days, and I've gone with Kevin Keane. Kevin, Kevin Keane. Yeah, yeah. Um, still very still involved with the club at uh, under 18s, I believe. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, so. we've had uh, him on, the, yeah. on the channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, 83 to 93, gave us some great years. I was just looking at the, the VHSs, as, as I was telling you about, and he always seemed to hug that right down by the chicken run. That's all I can, I image, I, that's my image of him, down by the chicken run, and being so creative, whipping in balls, having assists, and actually popping up with some vital goals during the uh, promotion campaigns as well. And, uh, like, he looked so... So, so you know, so light in the in the BSE window shirt. Yes, you know he was a, he was a man of great stature on the pitch, and um, he's always, has he been he's been caretaker boss for us on three occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he obviously has a great passion for the club, you know. And Definitely. I can tell you, he um, he's worthy worthy uh, worthy uh, recipient of the right the right wing slot for me. Anyway, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, um, we, yeah, um, so it's great to see him still involved with the club, and uh, you know, as I said, the old pros like they gave their all, and now they're giving back to the club, and that's great to see mm-hmm. personally, you know. So, um, we move on, and I will go center mid. Is that okay? Of course, of course, yeah, yes, center mid. Um, 
uh, recently promoted to uh, the Premiership with Fulham, uh, Mr. Scotty Parker. Oh, Scotty uh, P. Scotty P. And he's, he's, he's been in a few, good few of your teams as well. A three few, times. Yeah. 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 Three times Hammer of the Year, uh, Football Writers, uh, Player of the Year, the year we yeah. were relegated. That, that says enough for me, you know. But, you know, and I know he gets a lot of our fan base given sick for uh, head, heading to. Uh, uh, Spurs. Uh, <laughs> after we were relegated, but you know the the four seasons that he had with us, he was just phenomenal. When he when he wasn't when he when he talked for us, he was. Phenomenal. I'll always rem- remind him, remember him. I call him Mr. Three Sixty. He'd get the ball in the middle of the park and turn Three Sixty. Next thing, the ball began wide right, ball began wide left, or uh, into Carlton Cole's feet or something like that. But like he gave it his all. Like them, and like he was great. Mm. To break forward and score goals. He got a. I remember him scoring an, a, a cracker against West Brom one night. I remember him scoring a really deft little right foot finish against Liverpool in a three-one win, uh, one season. And of course, under Zola, he scored that important goal against Wigan. Remember twenty ten to keep us mm-hmm. up. You know, I remember I was at a wedding that day, and I was uh, my phone was ping, 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 and every time he'd look at the phone, and uh, and it was like, and the next thing when when we got the late goal, to win three-two, I could have ran around uh, the marquee there non-stop 50 times didn't need any drink you know i was, I was so happy you know yeah. but you know well that was another another unfortunately another season that flirting with relegation but um we got out of it in the end unfortunately we didn't get out of the, the next season but like scotty parker gave us all to the cause and like it's great to see him do so well with fulham i watched um i watched i watched the playoffs the semis and mm. the final and he speaks so eloquently he speaks mm. so knowledgeably about the game he like he's just a suave guy he dresses so well you know, and please God, who knows? You could see him on the side uh, on the sideline and on the stadium in years to come. Who knows? Who knows? But we want we want we we want Mr. Moyes to do a good job first, obviously. You know, so um, indeed, indeed, indeed. We, we we need we we need to crack on now. You know, that's what it's all about. But but Scotty's in there anyway because of his um you know just his attributes as a player, and you know I think he's got a great future in management in the game. Yeah, so long as like a lot. Alongside uh, Mr. Parker, we go back to the 90s and um, Mr. Ian Bishop. Uh, I love Bish. Oh, I just love Bish. And, uh, you know, he's, I remember my first time in Upton Park uh, was uh, Boxing Day uh, 1994. My brother was working in the UK in London at the time, so I went, went over and spent a couple of yep. weeks from, that, uh, from the holidays. And um, we played Ipswich. And I was in the, I think the centenary stand, it was either the centenary stand or the Bobby Moore stand, was just, was newly opened or the lower tier of it anyway. And I remember my, yeah. my mum and dad and I went down to the game and we, we got the tickets at the turnstiles, which I believe, going in, you know what I mean? And uh, I remember going into the game and we scored first, uh, Cotty scored early and into the goal that we were sitting behind and I. Uh, it was like who needed presents at Christmas this is the only present I needed you know and Bish was in yeah. the middle of the park that day and he absolutely he was like a puppeteer pulling the strings ping 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 like and that guy that guy could you know and, and as I refer to them VHS videos particularly the 1991 season like some of the pitches were like there was no grass on them it was like a quagmire and like he was able to oh, yeah 40 yards 20 yards 15 yards give it to your feet he was able to you know put in challenges like he was never like some of these uh you know creative midfielders with guy couldn't tackle but bish could you know and he gave it he gave his all he gave his all for us while he was with us and one i was very sad to see leave when he left the club because you know i remember a particular goal he got against uh port fail and he broke through the midfield outside the left foot left it in the top bins as uh, carton cole would say and you know it's the little things it's the little things like that that stick in your mind exactly. and um, you know bish bish was a player that stuck in mind and probably ahead of his time particularly for the hammers you know um but he 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 he, he and he's he's very good you know if you tweet him on on, uh, on social he retweet you he'll, tw- he'll tweet you back he's very good like that isn't he you know yeah, and i'm sure very good he, yeah. yeah he's very good like that and he knows over in the states like you know what i mean so uh i'm sure he'd be happy i i i put him in, in the team tonight we'll get we'll get a retweet <laughs> because of it we'll get a yeah, retweet yeah, yeah. because of it <laughs> yeah. so don't worry he's a big big friend of the channel yeah. here bishop is we've had him on yeah, yeah, is and, he, he, yeah. and he's yeah yeah he's a yeah. good good yeah. lad 
sort of the earth yeah. bloke. Love him. Yeah. Love yeah. him, love him, love yeah. him. All right, Bish is yeah. in. Who's next? Yeah. Um, so we go wide left and we go through um, one of our Youth Academy uh, players, uh, Mr. Joko. Um, you know, like, as I said to you earlier on, like, it's very hard picking out, like, when you're a fan for almost 40 years, it's very hard leaving out players that you had a great, great fondness and affection for, but mm. you have to narrow it down to 11 and yeah. notable mentions that come at the end, as they say. <laughs> but um, yeah, Joe, sure, I just remember watching that, that U Cup final when we won 9 0. I was watching it at home. Uh, I watched the first leg, we won 3 0 up on Highfield Road, and then the, the second leg was, it was on a Friday night. And Upton Park was absolutely the game had to be put back a few minutes because you know Carrick was playing, Cole was playing. Mm. I remember Cole doing a Rabona pass, 40 yard Rabona pass at one stage out to the right wing, and I I nearly dropped his inner on my hand, you know. Uh, you know, uh, and I, at that stage, so many people were talking about Joe Cole. Alex Ferguson was trying to, you know, sign him for for um for United at the time, yeah. And and I remember, did he have did, I think he signed his contract on the and the centre circle at before one of the games at West Ham. Chelsea. And oh, Chelsea, all right. Oh, Chelsea, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I think the stadium announcer announced everyone will know where they were when Joe Cole signed for West Ham. You know, and he was such a passionate footballer for the club. Like oh, he was yeah. you know, he, he was part of that Rio, you know, Rio Carrick, Glenn Johnson, himself, Lamps. Like I know you've I've alluded to it before on the channel. Like if you he, if we had held on to them guys and built a team around them. You know, yeah. we'd be, we'd be, we would have been a, a serious outfit, like, you know what I mean? A serious outfit, you know. But Joe, um, like his first goal for us was in that mad 5 4 game against uh, Bradford, uh, Premier League goal for us. And I remember him jumping straight into the crowd after it meant so much to him. And, you know, I think it took him about 10 minutes to get back out and get the jersey yeah. on. Like, and then when he left, went off to Chelsea, had that stellar career with Chelsea, won, won, won his Premier League titles went off, uh, then eventually came back to us. And I remember his first game, I think he came back, he played he played United in the cup. We drew two all, Ginge got a couple, he got two assists. And you just could see what I meant to him to back wearing that jersey, you know, and he, he scored against Spurs then as well. I remember him going off kicking the horns and, you know, he just epitomized everything that is so good about our football club. And I, he, was a fant- he was a fantastic footballer as well. He, he could tackle as well. He could tackle, he could put his foot in. You know, and he could uh, he could break into boxes, and he could when he broke into the box, and if he was one on one, he didn't he inevitably finish that chance. You know what I mean? And I love him as a player, and I love him. At, and actually, I love him as a, as a pundit as well. He, I think he's very knowledgeable. When I see him, when I see him doing his punditry, you know, and Alan Ginge, he speaks so affectionately when West Ham are ever brought up in conversation. You know, and who knows? We could see him back. I, I see him back on the sideline himself and Scotty P maybe sometime. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows is right. We, no, no, you don't. You never know. But like Joe Cole is one for who I, I have great, great, great fondness for as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because as I said, um, I predominantly through the nineties. You know, you're you're influenced by, mm. and we had a good period during that nineties. You know, we finished fifth oh, in the yeah. Premier League. You know what I mean? And he was part of that era too. So. You know, there were others you could put in, like Trevor Sinclair as well, another one from that era. You could put put it in, but I just opted for Joe because he could come in off the left and cause havoc to to defenders. Yeah, so no, that's my midfield, and we'll move. Okay, we'll move on. We we'll move on. Move on to yes, the top two. Um, where is it? Oh yeah, um, another another um, another uh, good old uh, mercurial mercurial maverick, as I call him, uh, Paolo de Cano. You, you yeah. couldn't have a West Ham team without our power, you know what I mean? You know, anyone who puts a recipe for tournament soon is autobiography deserves to go into a, goes into a Hammers 11. <laughs> oh, what a player. I, uh, like, I, I saw him play. I saw him, I was lucky and privileged to be in the, be in the ground when he scored that, that goal. Uh, mm. You know, I could, have, I could have swam home to Ireland that night, you know, after I saw that goal. <laughs> Uh, and you know it's 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 incredible what man that man that man could do with a football. How he could manipulate it, you know, turn defenders inside out. The the goal that goal against Arsenal, the one where he, he let Keown had to pay at the turnstile to come back into the game. You know, it's <laughs> it's it, my like he would he's he was worth the entrance 
see you alone to any game I ever went to West Ham, yeah. you know. And I remember being at a game, we, we beat Newcastle 2 0 in March 99. He got the first goal, and he just, anytime the ball went up to him, it stuck. He just, he just caused mayhem, uh, mayhem that day, you know. And he, he give, he is the one guy in a West Ham shirt that, when anytime my ear, I hear his word, my ears, you know, I get goose pimples, goose pimples, yeah, because yeah. any footage you see of Paolo. I think there was a montage put up there a while back. It was his birthday, and there was a montage put up on it, and it took me right back to why I love Paolo Cano and why I love West Ham. You know, like Harry took yeah. that big punt, and then it could have gone yeah. pear shape, didn't it? it could, like he's yeah. like I, it could have really gone pear shape, but really he 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 kicked on and was such a massive asset. Now he was, he was at times a, lo- a loose cannon <laughs> to put it mildly, but like when Paolo was in the zone, Paolo was in the zone, and that was it. You know what I mean? He ran games. He absolutely ran games. And you and just like I suppose Dimitri Payet was probably of a similar age, but we only got one season out of him. Yeah. But like he was another another footballer that you pay the admission price a lot to come come and watch. And yeah. thankfully I got to see him a couple of times during the season he was with us as well. But anytime I saw Dimitri, he wasn't Dimitri I would see more regularly on the TV. But anytime mm-hmm. I saw Paul of the Canyon playing football. You know, he, he did just inspire you to go home, put on your boots and go out into the garden. And, or, you know, he was just that, that, that impact on me uh, as, as a supporter. Like, you know, and, and a lot of fans would feel the same way. And it's just a pity that, you know, his management career hasn't taken off because he's one you'd love to see in the dugout, you know, because he would just go berserk. Things were going, not going, you know, he would wear his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which he did on so many occasions you know and <laughs> like that goal up that, that goal against united in the FA Cup that day yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me- I remember i was i was at home i remember watching it i was still living at home and i remember i was i was really i, I was a really bad illness at the time and when he scored that goal the illness was suddenly gone you know <laughs> you know so, it, it's mad like you know these, these little mem- these, these, these little memories that twig your memory about what was going on when some, something happened but like you know he, he he's a character and you know these characters aren't aren't in in existence too often anymore are they you know so we'd love to see a bit about that you know and how about a canyon i don't know i i i, I can't you i can't eulogize him about him any more than I, and I've no. just done so, you know. I know what you mean. So, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, mean. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Paolo's in. Who's the last? Paolo's who's in. the last position? Uh, as I said, I alluded to him like daily uh, earlier on. Yeah. Uh, my my childhood hero, boyhood hero, Tony Cotty. Yeah. What a what a what a what a what a goal scorer! What a poacher! Left foot, right foot, header. If it dropped him in the box, in, invariably he was in the back of the net before the keeper had time to blink. You know, so he gave us. He gave me so much, uh, like pre obviously pre Paolo, but like he gave me such joy growing up, uh, you know. Um, and I remember when he left to join Everton '88, I was 12 years of age and I was crying. Yeah. That you know, uh, and he left for two million, and uh, which was a sizable fee back in 1988, you know. And you know, he 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 was just you know an icon to me at home, and I a real icon, and like. You know, I like we with a lovely patch of, patch of green outside our front house, and like when I wasn't playing football, when I wasn't playing competitive football, I was out there trying to emulate his goals. You know, he he, you know, he, he, and that relationship he had with McAvenny the year we we should have won the with with the first division. You know, like you know what I mean? McAvenny do all the work down the channels, and he'd peel off, he'd be ready for the balls, mm-hmm. you know, into the box, and he'd be invariably, as I said, if the ball fell to Tony Cody, invariably. It's in the back of the net, like you know. I think he scored 146 goals for us over two, uh, over yeah, over two periods. First uh, hammer to get a premier, uh, first hammer to score a uh, hat trick in the Premier League, yeah. and of course, young player of the year in 1986 as well. So he got all the accolades. He probably should have got a few more England caps. He only got seven in the end. But um, yeah. no, uh, born in East Ham. I'm uh, right. I think could be right. So he. Yeah, I, proper hammer uh yeah, proper yeah. proper hammer and i'd say if he could he would have stayed at, he would have stayed at the club all his life oh, yeah, you know definitely. yeah you know what i mean like uh but as i said like when i think of tony Cody, it takes me back to my childhood you know care when when everyone was carefree you know what i mean mm. and like you know you didn't see too much footage on tv of west ham in ireland 
when when I when in the say eighties and nineties. But when you did and when we scored, invariably it was Tony Gotti that was scoring the goal. You know, so uh, you know, and like I, it, it, you know, I, 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 uh, Paulo de Cano, I could go on about Tony Cotty for, mm. for forever because you know, and then. I, I got I got the pleasure of meeting him two years ago before the game, and he was as nice as I I hoped him to be. And just mm-hmm. recently, actually, um, my uh, my my friend Ron the Dublin Hammer, uh, my son was uh, five last week, and I woke up on the day of his birthday, and I had a birthday message from Tony Cotty and Tony Gale for my boys. And I think, as my wife said to me, I was more excited than he was to get the messages, you know. So it was like I woke up, I was like, oh, this it, is unbelievable. Like, you know what I mean? So it just, you know, it just brings it brings it home how close tight knit we are as a club, as a community, as supporters. You know, I, I think it was uh, Albert Martin said, you don't support West Ham for the success. And I certainly haven't supported West Ham for, for, <laughs> for the success, you know. But I've lo- I like it, you know, they frustrate the hell out of you at times. And then they go and do something like beat Chelsea, like the way the manner in which they did. And then you fall back in love with the whole thing again, isn't yeah. it? Isn't that it, Russ? You know, and it's so true, isn't it? You know, so like you're, you're like you're going out for a meal on a Saturday night w- with your wife, they lose. No. We're not going out for a meal on a Saturday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, you know, it, but like, I, like when I was younger, I used to take me. I, I'd be, I'd be quite honest, and my late dad would tell you when I was younger and we'd lose. When I was a teenager, I would go into the fits of absolute <laughs> because I, I'd go, I, I'd go into school. I go into secondary school on a Monday. We could be in the second division playing the likes of North County or Swindon, and we'd lose to them. Yeah. And like my, my, my fellow classmates would be like Liverpool and Man United and, and they'd be playing the top teams and oh, I heard you lost to Swindon at the weekend. That's some result. You'd be down in Division 2 forever. You know, all that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> but hopefully <laughs> but hopefully our yo-yo days are over now and we can just solidify and push on. That's all we want. That's all we, yeah, as you say, that's all we want. If we can like yes, you'd love a tilt at Europa. Yes, you'd love to be operating at the higher echelons of the Premier League, but just to win a cup, even if it's the Carabao Cup, before I shuffle off, I would be absolutely delighted. And we almost got that in 2006. Yeah. 2006, my heart, my, that was the last time I cried over West Ham. <laughs> I know. You know, it was, yeah. you know, I was, I was in, I was in the, po- I, I, I won't, I know, I, I won't keep it too long. I was in a pub, there was seven or eight of us West Ham supporters. And of course, the pub was full of Liverpool supporters. And of course, the uh, of course the game was going our way two one, the, the the you know conscious goal to put us three two up, and I was going, here we go, we're finally getting our moment in the sun, and the next thing you know we won't mention what happened because I only got to bed upset, um but uh, the fans Liverpool fans in the pub didn't even wait to see the cup presentation, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I, 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 I think I'd still be in a pub celebrating I did, uh, 14 years later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like that's all we wanted. Like, you know, and I remember, I remember when scored, I had a pint in my hand and I hit the floor and it was like, oh, it's like, man. you know, you know, and then you just knew when I went to Penties, it wasn't going to be our day, you know, but we played so well on that day. And I remember Yossi being Benny Ewan on that day was just phenomenal. He ran the game. And then, yeah, in fact, he ended up going to Liverpool on the back of that game, really. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. remember I'm selling a Carragher a dummy at one stage, and Carragher, like, like he owned with the had to pay for an admission fee back into the stadium. But, you know, we played so well that day. And, like, I remember hitting the post late on with a, with a, with a Marlon Harewood back header and stuff like that. It was just not to be, unfortunately. And, like, who knows when we'll ever get back there, Russ? That's, that's, that's it, though, isn't it, Russ? Next, you know, next season. Next season's our season, man. But Russ, did you ever know a song to be to be so apt as West Ham? Like my <laughs> dreams, they fade and die. Fortune's always hiding. Exactly. Well, it's about time it. But it's about time it came out of hiding, Russ. <laughs> We've played hide and seek for a few years now. <laughs> so I, I'm still, I, I'm count, still counting to a million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still count. When you're not, you're a cub. Right, man. It's you been, know. it's been brilliant. Ah, it's been brilliant. Stop, stop. It's been class, yeah, I, man. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and Russ, and I'm delighted that you're doing this, and it's a great platform for any West Ham fan, be they in the UK, or be they in Ireland, or in Europe, or across worldwide. 
uh, try and get on and speak with us. A really good guy, and Thank you know, I'm I'm so delighted, and it's made my evening actually to be, oh, be on here with you Thank tonight. You. And it's great because I haven't had to chat at yeah. all. It's brilliant. I've mm. just sat here for 58 minutes listening to you talk, and it's been lovely. And it's been uh, it's been the easiest episode ever, Ron. So thank you so much. <laughs> and I was... listen, listen, I really appreciate your time, Ross, and I wish you every success. With and, and please, thank God, you, we'll man. see you in the London Stadium in the natural distance. Please, God, please, God. And obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Like, share, subscribe. Mm. As I said, keep mm. everyone keep an eye on Twitter and Facebook and mm. stuff like that for all the charity stuff coming up. Make sure we can pull together as a West Ham family and try and raise some money for these great causes. Um, and until next time for myself, everyone, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you see Irons. see again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.